An inmate at the Virginia Department of Corrections, Red Onion State Prison. To accept this call, press zero. My name is Randall Vaughn, and I'm currently serving 1,214 years for capital murder in Red Onion State Prison in the state of Virginia in the USA. Welcome to my podcast, Red Onion Randy. I hope you enjoy listening to me today. In the recent weeks, I've spoken about my eventual release from prison. I've, you know, I've discussed my case, the highs and the lows of it. And as it turns out, I was correct. The lawyer who had given me the information, John Sheldon, was actually incorrect. I had someone contact constitutional experts across the United States, several of them, and to a T, every last one of them came back and said that I was right. The Fifth Amendment does apply to me. The Fourteenth Amendment guarantees me that the state has to apply the Fifth Amendment to me. It doesn't matter. I'm, you know, I'm a state inmate instead of a federal inmate. So, you know, I've been preoccupied with that, as as one can imagine, doing my research back in the law library, talking to others, and so on and so forth. And the question has been asked of me: What would I do? when I give my time back? How do I envision my life? How do I envision that first day? I think that first day, I'm really not sure how I'm going to act, to be honest. I think more along the lines of just a state of pure shock, just pure culture shock, you know, simply because the only culture I've ever known is prison. That's all I know is prison life. I you know, I remember, you know, a little bit of my childhood and everything. Beyond the violence and the, the deprivation, there really wasn't much else to it. So how am I going to react? How am I going to respond? I think I'm going to spend most of my time on that ride home just soaking up the scenery and wondering to myself, can I do this? Will I be able to make it? You know, how am I going to adjust from prison life to being on the streets, to being in the real world? Because the way I have to conduct myself in here is completely alien and foreign to the way people on the street conduct their personal relationships, meeting strangers and so on and so forth like Because in here, if somebody stares at me a little too long, that makes me aggressive. You know, I walk up, hey, man, you lose something over here? Can I help you with something? What's going on? You pushing something at me? On the street, you can't do that. Like, people look at you very weird for behaving like that. So I think I'm going to spend a lot of that first day home, that ride home, because, you know, it's a good six and a half hours from Red Onion to where I would be staying with my older brother, Linwood, and his wife, Melissa, and my nephew, Brandon. I actually try to envision scenarios of stuff happening on the street to me so that I can already be mentally prepared, so I've already trained the same way I train a punch over and over and over again. I throw that same punch. You know, and I try to do it the exact same every time. I do the same thing mentally now simply because I want to build that mental muscle memory. You know, so if something does 
happen to me like that, if someone, you know, is a little too aggressive or if someone jokes with me in a manner that you can't joke with someone in prison like, I've already built the mental muscle memory over and over again. I've drilled myself. This is how I'm going to react. This is how I'm going to respond. And I'm going to react by responding because, as I've said before, and as I do my damnedest to teach people in here, boys react, men respond. So I have to respond to a situation I can't react. But with that being said, I'm going to, oh my goodness, the happiness and the joy that I, I would, I, I imagine that I would feel would just be astronomical. I don't, I don't think the world's most brilliant mathematician could create a math formula that would do justice to how happy and joyful I would feel. first thing I want to eat, because that's the question that everybody in here asks, guys. When they know they're going home, when they know they got a release date, we always ask, man, what's the first thing you want to eat? And it's, for the most part, it's the obligatory pizza. They want a pizza. They want a pizza. I don't particularly care for pizza that much. It's okay. I want a burger, pretzel bun, light coating of mayonnaise, a thick Angus patty. I want pepper jack cheese. I want a fried egg with crispy onions, mushrooms, and just a little bit of tangy barbecue sauce. Lettuce, tomato. That's that's what I want. That's the first thing I want to eat. Now, I seriously doubt if I'm going to be able to get that in a restaurant. You know, I think that's more of a specialty burger, but that's the first thing I want to eat. So what I actually plan on doing is this. On that ride home, I'm not going to eat anything. I want to save, I want to save my stomach for that burger. And as a matter of fact, I might actually fast. If I know what day I'm going home, I think it's going to be more of one of those kind of surprise things. It just kind of happens out the blue because I'm going back to court for it. So you can't really plan for that. There's no set date for that. But, uh, you know, if I can, I actually want to fast the day or two before just so when I go home, I don't have no prison food in my system. And I can just make nothing but room for that glorious burger. And, of course, I want fruit. I want apples, bananas, pineapples, peaches, grapes. And I want to try a mango. And a papaya. I've never had a mango or a papaya before, but I've seen them on TV, and they look so damn good. So that's what I want. Outside of that, I want a little bit of time, just a couple of days, to just kind of stay in the house and just acclimate myself to being out in the world. Go for a couple of small walks. Nothing major, no couple of miles. Just go out for a couple of hundred feet, maybe circle the block, kind of look around get my bearings, you know, I definitely want to spend a little bit of time in the woods. Even if it's not like a full-blown forest or something, if it's just a little small copse of trees, just go in there and just sit down, lay down, just enjoy nature. Just kind of let prison just 
kind of just breathe it out of me, just let it just kind of flow out of me and into the ground as I just breathe in like fresh oxygen, just fresh air. You know, the scent of trees, you know, just be able to feel dirt, leaves and grass and just all that. Just, oh, damn, I want to soak that in so bad. So I definitely want to do that. But, you know, some of my long-term goals is I want to continue writing, uh, you know, children's novels. And I would like to write a full-length epic fantasy novel. But uh, I would I would prefer to do that, you know, the epic fantasy with uh, a ghost writer. Because I am a slow writer. I, mentally, yeah, I can I can come up with all kinds of stuff mentally, but actually, you know, taking it from my brain and transferring it to paper takes a little bit of time for me. So, you know, you know that's, but that's not my main goal. That's more along the lines of a hobby that I want to do. My main goal is I want to be an actor. You know, I, w- I want to go into Hollywood. You know, I want to write my own scripts uh, the same way that... Uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon did with Goodwill Hunting. You know, I want to take a page out of their book. Um, I think they did it the perfect way. I think that was probably one of the easiest and best ways to break into Hollywood, if you can write a script. And thankfully, I know how to write a script. I had a friend of mine named Dan Cocos that taught me how. He was a pretty cool guy. That's what I want. Yeah, I mean... I don't want to just sit back and do a nine-to-five. You know, I have nothing against a nine-to-five job, and if I have to do that, believe me, I will do it and be damn grateful for it. But because I've spent so many years in solitary confinement, because I've spent so many years trapped up here in Red Onion, I want to do something that's where it's different, where, you know, I'm playing a different role, a different character. Every movie, you know, it's different locations, it's different scenery, it's travel involved, it's meeting different people. You know, I really want to do those things because I'm trapped between these white walls day after day after day. And I just, I'm just so tired and fed up with doing the same thing over and over again. You know, so that's what I want to make a career out of. I want to move. I, I want to get out of the state of Virginia. Um, you know, it's a lovely state, but I've, I've spent 43 years of my life here. It's time for a change. It's time for new scenery. You know, so I'm definitely planning on leaving the state of Virginia as soon as I can. You know, I want to go and visit uh, the church that, uh, you know, I'm loosely affiliated with. Um, you know, I'm in the process of uh, hopefully becoming a recognized member of the church. But, you know, I definitely want to go and spend some time there. Hopefully meet a lovely young lady, hit things off, because uh, I'm very lonely. You know, I want to be in love. I think being in love with someone is one of the greatest gifts God has given us. You know, so I am definitely, definitely want that. You know, I want to build something with someone. You know, I want that kind of relationship, that kind of love that just inspires other people. I want that kind of love that just breeds love. And then, yeah, head out to Hollywood and do do everything I can within my power to make a name for myself and entertain people. I like entertaining people. I like making people laugh. I like telling stories. And not to toot my own horn, pretty damn good at it. And I have so many stories in my head that I've created that would make phenomenal stories. I want to travel. You know, I want to do things like that.
But I think one of the the more noble goals of mine, I want to find a way to build up like a grassroots campaign to do something that can get me in front of the United States Congress and the United States Senate and talk. I would like to be a guest speaker to them, you know, on the prison issue and rehabilitation because the way prison is being orchestrated and operated in this country is not helping anyone, least of all society. Because the overwhelming majority of these animals in here, and they're animals because the states and the federal government has allowed them to be treated like animals and turned into animals, them animals eventually get out of prison, people. Those animals will eventually move into your neighborhoods. And guess what happens when you take a criminal who has not been rehabilitated, who has not changed the way he thinks and the way he sees the world and the way he sees his place in the world? They move to your neighborhoods and they still do criminal things, which means there's a very good chance of something very, very bad happening to your family. It could be something as simple as they stole your car, broke into your house, or they raped your daughter or your sons, or they murdered someone, or they murdered all of you. There's a lot of bad things. They could come in and start selling drugs in your neighborhood. I mean, there are so many things that these animals in here can do. All I've ever known is prison. I've been doing prison juvenile and adult. I've been in prison for 31 years, going on 32. I know prison better than pretty much anybody in the world. There may be some who's been in prison longer than me, but I've actually studied it. I've studied human behavior, human nature. I've watched in here, and I've rehabilitated myself. As I've said before, the state hasn't done a damn thing to help me rehabilitate myself. It's been me, God, and the Bible. That's what's rehabilitated me. I have insights that can change the entire prison culture, that can drop the recidivism rate in this country. And it's not that complicated. You know, so I want to make my voice heard. I want to help people. I want to give back. You know, yeah, I did a lot of angry, bad things when I was a child. I was a child, though. I wasn't a grown man. I'm not the same person today that I was back then. If somebody would go back and look up the people who knew me back when I was a teenager, some of the foster parents that I had, some of the prison guards in Beaumont and Hanover and stuff that I had, my own family members, none of them would recognize me. I mean, my own brother Linwood told me, like, dude, you're a different person, man. I have no idea who this Randy is now. Like, I don't recognize you. I cannot, if I can do that for myself, if I can do that for myself, I can do it for others. And I do the best I can in here. But because of the way the system is run, I'm only limited in what I can do. I have so many ideas that would change things, and I just I want to give back. And hopefully someday I'll have that opportunity. But the thing I'm going to do when I give this time back and God gets me out of prison, I'm going to live. That's what I'm going to do. For the first time in my life, I'm going to live. You only got one life, and you don't. You never know what's going to happen to you. You never know what the future holds. So live now while you can. Make a difference right now.
while you can in your life, your family's lives, your friends' lives, and anybody you meet. Because there is one thing every person in the world should do when they meet someone. They should give something of themselves to the other person. They should take something from the other person into themselves. You do that, you'll build connections, you'll build bridges, and you'll make this world a much better place. We don't have to live with all this anger and violence and rage and hatred and foolishness. It starts with one person, and I've already started my journey. I hope you're willing to join me. This has been Red Onion Randy, and I hope you enjoyed listening to me. For those of you who listen to me on Apple Podcasts, I hope you review me and rate preferably five stars, but I'll take whatever you think I'm worth. Take care. Stay safe. Thank you for using GTL.